Um, are there whores? There sure are. Are there sluts? There sure are. Do we have a right to make fun of them? Yes, we do. Fucking, you know, he's an idiot. He'd get us fucking at war for somebody. Yeah. Uh, Luke Pasco doesn't know what he's talking about. He'd bring his A game for the show. I sing good Let's say you and a female friend that is not your wife and a dude that is drunk and you don't know him and he sits down at your party and he starts grabbing the girl's leg. What's Luke going to do? You're not going to be like, hey, 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 handle it. That shit ain't free. (laughs) You want to talk to my bitches? You talk to me. That's my bottom bitch, man. Hey everybody, welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke and Nick. Hey Sleepy. Hey guy. Hey Cartman. Who's that? Um, that is Samantha. Samantha? Trying to Angela? <laughs> Mona? <laughs> Jonathan? <laughs> Who's um, the boss will be back in a moment? Stick no, around. Yeah, she's she's got to borrow. We had a busy weekend, so she's got to borrow some cheese from some other Aurelios. Ah, you're not a any affiliation with any other Aurelios. You guys are cordial with each other, right? But there's no like, Luke knows this person that works at the Plainfield one and all that other shit. Or well, my family owns eight or nine of them. Oh, okay. Because we just saw the Aurelios in Plainfield at our church picnic. Yeah, that's my cousin Mike. Ah, Mike's yeah. a good guy. Selling slices for three bucks, Luke. So, well, good for him. You should have bought some. <laughs> So, uh, I had a fun night last night. Uh, Steve came out for his uh, birthday. Okay. To the wine bar. So, Steve from Something Gate and uh, Jeremy Brzezicki came out, and uh, they proceeded to down a bottle of port, which was uh, fun to watch him get tipsy and everything like that. But um, while they were there, there was a gentleman in the bar who, uh, who probably tipped the scales a little too hard. Like he's fat or uh, yeah, he's... no 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 he just drank drank too much. Uh, unfortunately, like this is going to lead to a new segment uh, in our show called "I Learn Something New Every Day" because I was kind of curious about this. Uh, the guy was drinking a lot, more than likely before he came in there. Unfortunately, I don't have the you know. Don't judge him. Yeah, I I and this fight fucking spider web is still on me from your. Front oh yeah, door. I ran into that it the other night. Crazy, because nobody goes through the front door. Ah, and shit. I I went out there to open to for people to come in for, <laughs> and I got it in my in my head. It was like all wrapped around my head. I we have a the fucking I I make comic strips about it. There was a like the entire back door. We open it all the time. And let the dog out. But in the middle of the night, the spiders basically make a fucking force field that you have to go through every goddamn time. And, oh, yeah. And then you destroy it, and it's just back the next fucking day. Oh, yeah. I had one up uh, in the corner above the sliding door, right by the light. And Amy was like, take it down. I said, it was this big-ass spider. And I said, no, he's catching all the bugs that fly towards the light, and then they don't come in. So I left him there, and he was there about two weeks. Then he got greedy. <laughs> and he built this. Mo- I turned on the. I let the dogs out, and then I turned on the back light. It was still dark out, and like the whole from like it would have been from like the middle of my chest 
up oh, over my head if fuck. I had walked through it with this giant spider. And I was like, sorry, buddy. And I just <laughs> tore that mother down. <laughs> buddy, I'm sure he's got right back to work the next night. Have you ever so. taken him down one strand at a time and watched the piter- spider panic trying to fix it? I've never seen that. When I used to do that as like a kid. I'd, I'd see the Bing. thing and I'd pull one string and it would like collapse one side. He'd kind of scurry over and then he'd collapse the other side. I've never, uh, I gotta try that. Then he parachutes out once he realizes it's a lost cause. <laughs> There's like 50 around my house. It's so goddamn creepy. Um, looks like a horror show half the time. But regardless, uh, this dude, obviously drunk, and by the time I realize, oh, this, this dude's in the tank, mm-hmm. he asked for another drink. And I say, hey, man, I'm sorry. Your, your speech is pretty slurred. I got cameras looking at me, and I know you probably feel like you can have another one, but I'm gonna have to cut you off. And I said it very, very cordially. And unlike most people that get cut off, he was actually very accepting about it, which told me like right there. All right. He's not a bad dude. You know, he's like, you know, yeah, I probably had too much. But that does not proceed, you know, stop him from proceeding to hit on every piece of ass in the bar that was around. Well, he gets handsome when he drinks. In particular. Hang on one second. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Everybody. Wants to rule the world. Okay. All right. In particular, he's hitting on one of our bar patrons that has been a regular there for a while. And uh, he's grabbing her leg and everything like that. So everyone's looking to me for, what do I do, Nick? And I'm just thinking to myself, there's guys sitting with you. You could have, like, if if that was you and Amy, or let's say you and a female friend that is not your wife, and a dude that is drunk and you don't know him and he sits down at your party and he starts grabbing the girl's leg, what's Luke going to do? You're not going to be like, hey, hey, hey handle hey. it. That shit ain't free. <laughs> you want to talk to my bitches, you talk to me. That's my bottom bitch, man. You don't fuck around. But I mean, seriously, like most guys would be like, hey, dude, chill yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. You don't wait for the bartender's permission to like say, hey, you know, maybe you should do something about this. Anyway, he gets rejected and everything like that. He ends up leaving the bar, and he drops his car keys. So one of the people in that party saw that he dropped his car keys, and they they run and pick him up, and they hand them to me. And I'm like, thank you. I'll just leave them here at the bar. And she goes, don't give them back to him. I'm like, well, I'll keep them here at the bar. Thank you for your input. Yeah. The guy, (laughs) as he's about to leave, he realizes that, Oh shit! I don't have my keys because he's patting his his, right. uh, his pocket for him, and he comes up to me. And he's like, "Did you steal my keys?" I'm like, "No, they fell on the ground. They're sitting right here." And I just point to him, and he goes, "Oh, okay." And he just grabs them, and then the two women start yelling at me after he had left. He's like, "How could you give him your keys?" And I'm like, "It's actually illegal for me to keep his keys." And that's when I started thinking, I'm like. Is it really illegal for me to keep his keys? So I did some homework for the show because that's what you do. You've been a bartender uh, in for several years, and I'm sure all of our friends have served and been bartenders, and we've always had that person that drank too much. So I wanted to figure out what the legality of it was. And it's usually Jonah or Jimmy. <laughs> now, if it's a friend, yeah, you could take their fucking keys, let them yell at you. But as a bartender and the person that owns the place, I, not me, but I mean, I work there. I'm employed by the place. If I took the dude's keys, that would be theft. So I checked it out, and there's lawyers, and there's already been cases about it. And I was like, so is that true, basically? Yeah, you're responsible if he goes and gets in a car accident. Yes, exactly. Isn't that a good kicker? So you're also responsible, due to dram shop law, uh, if he is overserved 
and he gets in an accident. So you're liable for him. So basically the rule comes down to, I got to make sure I have cut him off at a reasonable spot. And, and once I have declared, Hey, you can't drink anymore. And I've made an effort, a concerned effort to get him a cab or something like that. He can say, fuck you and walk out with his keys and drive home. But that makes me not liable a little bit more in the eyes of the court because I try. So essentially, you have to hire a bartender with a degree in psychology, sociology. Yeah, exactly. How uh, fucked up PhD is it? PhD to recognize the, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. You have to make an effort to try and stop the dude from leaving. But you can't detain him. You can't take his keys. Now, some people say that you should call the police right there. Mm. But if I'm calling the police for every person that walked out that was buzzed, I would call the police every night because wine will make you buzz. If you have one glass of wine, more than likely you're already over the legal limit to drive. Technically, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, then I'm a fucking criminal all day. So I read about it and I wanted to see, like, if that was legitimately true. And yes, it is. With the exception of they're trying to change legislation now that basically states if you don't take the person's keys, then you're also at fault. And that was happening in the state of Maryland. So they're trying to change the laws because there was some guy that let somebody drive away, uh, even though they tried to detain him and everything. But they drove away. And, of course, DUI killed some people. And so the family is trying to get the law changed to make the bartender basically liable in well, all respects. Well, at least they're not suing the bar or suing the guy. I yes, mean, bartender, I know you make $8 an hour. but <laughs> Oh, $8? I want to work there. <laughs> what do you get paid? Uh, four twenty-five, I think. What? Yeah, I may pay my bartender six. Oh, I got to work for Aurelio's, man. Uh, but I mean, isn't that fucked You'd up? Probably make four ninety five. Isn't that fucked up? If that law gets changed, I will never bartend again. Like, why would I put myself in the crosshairs of some? You already do, angry man. family. You already do. You can get yeah. sued for anything. The minute you step outside your house, you can get sued. Yeah, basically. Hey, you! You're responsible for my kid being homosexual. I'm suing you. <laughs> What? Me? Why? Because he looks at you. <laughs> yeah, well, you also did a little in the park, but that doesn't help. Um, That's where the condom came on the so, sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> nice throwback. Yeah, I, I learned that today. So, yeah, uh, the, raw, the law right now is, is what I thought it was, but uh, apparently people are trying to change it. So for all you bartenders out there, fucking watch your ass. Ooh, that's a nice ass. All right, man. Uh, so we're both kind of tired right now. Can you yeah, tell? Yeah. Um, what I you got, got? I got topics today, Luke. Did you see my uh, thief at my restaurant? No. Oh, go on. <laughs> um, about I don't know four four months ago. Uh, if you remember, Jonah was installing the cameras for me. Yeah. Um, when he when he went through the pop line, drilling into the wall. Dumb Jonah. Da, da, what can I break? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna climb your wall. He sounds just like that. Uh, yeah. And um, so girl's missing her wallet. Phone girl. Oh, nice. Keeps in the cabinet up there, her purse. Go back, look at the cameras, and there is one of our newer drivers. I wouldn't say new. He's been there, you know, about a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back and forth, back and forth, looking... Looking, sitting there, opening the cupboard a little bit, looking in, opening the cupboard a little bit. Looks directly at one camera, then looks directly at the other one. How dumb can you be? Now, my only thought, 
because I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, even stupid people, was that when you because the way the camera looks, it looks like it's pointed at the front door, but it covers the whole. It's got the three sixty view, yeah, or something like that, yeah. So it covers the whole room. Oh my god! So dummy goes in, reaches, grabs her wall, puts it in his pants. So as opposed to being okay, smart criminal, you take the cash out of the wallet, leave wallet there. You know, yeah. He decides take the whole wallet. Let's jack the whole fucking wallet because yep. that's smart. All and right. he literally got it in his pants, and he stood back to normal by somebody missed seeing him do that by a second. You see one of the servers walk up and get a get a carryout menu. And you would imagine most servers would not even be suspicious of it. Right. You'd walk wonder, by like... Oh, you'd oh, think oh. they probably would think he was playing with himself yeah. or something. So do that. We call the police. They come look at the camera. They're making fun of the guy for looking directly at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they go, we're going to file a report. It'll go to a detective on Monday. So... I have Justin. How call. long did this dude work for you? Like a month. Okay. I have Justin call the guy because he was supposed to come in at five last night. Wow. Call him up. Say, you know, give me a call back. Um, guy never calls. <laughs> um, so he's like, well, what do you want me to do? I said, well, just, you know. So he shoots him a text. Says, um, you know, long story short, we have you on camera stealing the wallet. All right. Because I told him, I he said, well, what should I do? Should I tell him if he returns the wallet that... All is forgiven. All is Like, he won't press... Aaron won't press charges. Yeah. Girl. And I said, well, it's up to Aaron if she wants to press charges. But I, I'm telling... I told... I'll t- tell her that you and I both think she should press charges. Um, think but about it's up the, to her. the time that she would have to spend if she's got one or two credit cards in that fucking thing. Yeah. The, just the, the amount cards. of time that she would have to spend to cancel her shit. What if he wrote down numbers or any of this other stuff? I mean, the work on her part, you have to press charges, you know? And um, I said, but tell him, you know, if he returns the wallet, she probably won't press charges. I said, but still encourage her to press. So fuck him. Oh, yeah. Tell him we're not pressing. I would lie like a skull. Yeah, I'm totally not going to do it. And he's like, can we do that? I said, we're not a freaking, we're not not an officer of the court. (laughs) Under oath. We can say whatever the fuck we want. Yeah, just who fucking cares? Um, So... He texted him. The guy never responded. And he goes, I don't even know if he got my text. He may show up. So he never showed up. Oh, of course. So I posted, on my, I posted on my wall. And about three weeks ago, one of my longtime cooks. Did I tell you about this? I don't remember if we uh, talked about it. Uh, go ahead. Just on a Sunday, just at 8 o'clock, says, I resign, walks out. Okay, no two weeks. <laughs> Didn't even finish his shift. His wow. His quote unquote best friend who was working with him had to clean up his mess and his own mess. So he just like I'm out. Yep. So I I get it. You know the manager texts me and tells me, and I I text him. I said, Hey, why'd you why'd you walk out? No response. <clears throat> he posts something on Facebook about uh, ripping a band aid off and something. Just take it. And I went, whatever, man. Oh, he, his manifesto was very nice. Yeah. Yep. Well, he tries to be all poetic when he says it. Um, <laughs> so I post this thing about catching the thief, and people are saying shit. And this guy comes on last night and posts. And he posts. Oh, he's got the phone out. He's going to read it first yeah, verbatim. So that I get the. get the. 
he doesn't want to uh, misquote yeah. the poet. <laughs> yeah. His poetry. His poetry. His, um, his first post was, I could sense that place falling apart. Just bad feelings. Not surprised. Okay, that's from a wallet theft. Yeah, yeah, falling apart, dude. It's crumbling. We've had thieves. The sky is falling. Like four or five thieves. Sky is falling. So, I said my response was that explains everything. (laughs) So a Miss Jenny Donahue. Oh shit! Jumps in to defend the old man. Says, "Wow, Wes, way to be a jerk." Wait, wait. So wait a second. Jenny is defending me. Oh, defending you. Okay, okay. It's like well. she says, "Wow, Wes, way to be a jerk." And right. his best friend that works with the, with used to work with him that works for me says, "Right, <laughs> okay." He says, "Not meant to be a jerk. When things are going wrong, you make a suggestion. When the suggestion is ignore, ignored, you get out." So I asked my nephew, "What was the suggestion?" He goes, "I don't know. They didn't make any suggestions to me." He goes, "Call me what you want." And her response was, "You walked out without notice on a boss who took care of you." And I'm going to explain what "took care of" means. Mm. Then you bash his, bash his establishment on his own post. Have some class and tact. You are better than that. His response was, who was my boss, really? Because he had an issue with my nephew. Well, and wait. I was going to respond, well, he was your boss, and I'm his boss, so I'm both your boss. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's trying to be all, you know what I mean? He tries Shame to be all command. cryptic. But I put, give me a break, Wes. I treated you as best I could and beyond. Your words, I consider you a friend, which is what he said to me. I, and I said, you didn't even have the courtesy to return a text. Wow. So he then defriends me and Jenny and blocks me from his page. Nice. Which is, you know, it's like, whatever, bud. You know, obviously I'm the bad guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so here's how I took care of this dude. You tell me if it's not a dick move. All right. I'm okay. going to analyze it. <clears throat> he was my highest paid kitchen guy. To start. All right. Number one. Ding. Okay. Um, he would sit and talk to me about this girl he liked that he had problems with. Like we would sit for, you know, personal issues. Minutes would sit and talk to me. That's when he would say, "I consider your friend." So I, you I go into the advice. friendship area, not okay. so much the manager employee area. All right. Um, I took him. All expenses paid to the Skybox at the ah, Cubs game. Very nice. Uh huh. Um, he is a alcoholic. Ooh. I have sat for. Many hours talking to him about his drinking and how it affects his life. I have volunteered because he has gone so through a program. So you're giving him some before. tough love, like you know. I have volunteered to go to meetings with him if he'd like to start going to wow. meetings again. I volunteered to help him supplement his to go back to rehab if he needed to go to rehab. You're gonna like Doctor Luke later on, so go ahead. And I told him I would make sure like his phone didn't get turned off and his bills got paid. While he was in rehab and he would have a job when he came back out. And we would work out some sort of payment plan to pay me back. And if it was too much, then we wouldn't worry about it. So why do you think, besides the cryptic post, that he walked out like that? There's got to be a sub-issue there, right? I think, well, he had asked, oh, and he asked me five days earlier to write him a recommendation so he could go apply it to New Amazon. And he said, "I'm, you know, I was nervous. And I said, why? I said, you know, I'm not against people. You're not required to work here. And if you want to go and find a better job and you think it'll make you happier, go. You're going to write the recommendation yet? Fuck no. (laughs) 
Um, you should send him one. <laughs> why do I think he worked good? I should send him one. I should send him the right recommendation. And well, he's here's like, your recommendation for Amazon, you dick, and just like rip him. So, um, you can send this podcast in. <laughs> why do I think? Why do I think he did it? Well, he had an issue with with Justin. All right, which, but doesn't everyone? No, I'm just fucking with you. You're always going to have an issue with a, a boss that's tough on you. And he wasn't tough in the sense of uh, unfair. You know, like he just Get says your you're required to do this. You're yeah. required to do these are the things. And that's why I pay him mm-hmm. to do that. He's, he was, um, he's uh, whip, I think whip his, cracker. I think his emotional state is deteriorating because of his alcoholism. Yeah. Um, I'm, talking heavy, I'm talking heavy drinker and handshake when he oh. wasn't drinking. See – does he, does he? Did he give up the the sauce, or is he no, still no? No, he talked to me. The closest he got was talking to me about that he had a realization that he uses it to self medicate, and he's going to he he had he was making efforts to not drink when he was felt like he was like down or something. So wait a second, we kind of trailed off onto him, Wes. But whatever happened with the stolen wallet? Dude never returned it. All right. Um, detective is gonna come Monday. Okay. Um. I'm hoping that maybe he returns it today. I'd like the girl to get her stuff back. I would love to know what. I would love to. What uh, what you might call it? Uh, the fine for that is, or what? What he could get? You get jail time for that for sure. I'd imagine. I know it's petty theft. I think. I mean, unless he tries to use a credit card, then that's oh, that's a felony. I is it really? I I never understood petty theft. I mean, maybe if you're starving and hungry, yeah, you could see somebody trying to just gank twenty bucks out of something. But if you have a job and you have this green light to get a wallet with what maybe had. She had like, she had, didn't have a lot. She goes, I didn't have a lot in there. I never knew what. Like $40, $50 probably tops. Le- probably less than that. And just think about that. Like, why would you risk a good job for $40? I never understood the small theft deal. Like, I had a guy that changing, changing tips on a credit card is a felony. Because it's like across state lines type thing. What did he do? What he did was he- changing like a three to an eight. The dude made about sixteen extra dollars when we caught him, and then that, then <laughs> you ready? He got his face in the like the Joliet patch. No fucking way. Then for six dollars, came back for his check, well, his know. final check, and I went. He came in. He's like, he goes, I he goes, I came to get my check. I go, you don't have a check <laughs> like that, and he goes, what? I go. Your check went to pay back the tips and the, the, the food I had to refund to people who got their tips changed so that we don't lose them as customers. And he he looks me dead in the eye and says, all of it? <laughs> you, you sure you didn't round – like 12, 18 I think is left over if I yeah. did the math correctly. And I said – You should have thrown 37 and cents at him. And I just said, get the fuck out of here, man. Don't you, come back. <laughs> you should have done a Judge Smells and gave him two quarters. This is for you, is for Danny. You. <laughs> um, oh, well, speaking of bars, this this is uh, from last night, and Steve Barta was there to attest to this. Last night, I got called Tom Skerritt. Yeah, and, a little bit. And I, I, I felt really stupid because I'm like, who's Tom Skerritt? Oh, Tom Skerritt's a great actor. I, well, And it took me a while to remember who the fuck he was. And, and Steve, you were there, in quote, uh, I, I believe I was getting hit on, but I'm not. Sure, so Steve will have to confirm. She goes, you look like sexy 70s Tom Skerritt. And I was like, 
I'm going to take it. I don't know who he is. He's a cool but dude. But I'm going to take it. So. He's a good dude. I like. Tom I remember Stewart. from Alien. and that's. I always think of him in uh, Steel Magnolias because he was hilarious in that. I've only seen Steel Magnolias once, but uh, Steve immediately is like Top Gun. And oh, I was yeah, like, Top Gun. Hey, he's in Top Gun. So I'd rather admit I watched Steel Magnolias in Top Gun. <laughs> so apparently I look like Tom Skerritt. So. Um, we got topics today, sir. Uh First one, we talked about Jared Fogle, which may or may not be Jared yeah, Samson. Yeah, I, I, nar- I narked you out at the draft. I said, did you listen to the podcast yet? And he goes, no. I said, uh, Nick says you're the same as Jared Fogle. <laughs> he goes, I don't doubt that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty much Samson. Don't don't believe that last name hype. But the big story. Jared Fampson. Jared Fapson. Ah, that's dirtier. Um, apparently Subway knew. And... Somebody's being accused of knowing. Yeah, in 2008, a, a franchise employee of so this is why the story doesn't make any sense to me. So maybe you can shed some light on it. A franchise employee of Subway allegedly received calls from Jared about him wanting to get with younger right. girls. The younger, right. the better. I don't know who makes that phone call. Just willy nilly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, I know we don't know each other well. <laughs> so I'm I don't wondering under- if you could help me commit a felony. Because the, the the report doesn't go into any kind of background of right, like, right. I'm sure hey, there's some past relationship where they knew each other and had spoken about something. So the the franchise owner was terrified at what he was hearing or her. I'm not. I, th- I think it was a her. I think it was a her. Yeah, he wanted to get with like her cousin or something. This person tells Subway, but not necessarily Subway. It is the company that employs. Jared for events and they're basically his agent, I okay. think. And basically gives the the red light. It's like, oh, Jared's doing all this terrible shit. And the company, which is, you know, affiliated with Subway, says, Ah, we don't want to hear about it. Okay. Well that's but that's like the marketing agency or something yeah. that didn't report it back. Well they didn't And they didn't want to because Jared's their meal ticket. <laughs> so we'll get into that real quick. Like so they the, the franchise owner stays on with Subway, and it's basically, well, I tried, and then they, they left the company in 2012. So it's a Joe Paterno. Yeah, it's that's it's Penn State. I passed it up. Yeah, I did what I had to do. Eh, fuck it. So I don't know how this person just said, oh, well, I'm just going to let this one slide. Well, don't you think you would go the a little extra mile and say, well, I said something, but nobody listened, so fuck it. Well, at what point do you go, okay, I passed it up the chain, let's see what happens, and then you That's wait like six pass, months, and then maybe you, know. you don't think about it. I mean, it's not, you know, I've I've told people things, and I, you can do with this information what you will, but X, Y, Z. And then I don't follow up. Well, I, I don't think it's nearly as severe of what this one was. It was like, you know, a murder and a... Oh, well, that... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, lips, I, I don't... Ships, I don't... Luke. The person tried to pass it up to chain of command. Yeah. Um, the market... You know, you can't blame Subway. If If... If Jared's got an agent that employs him for these events, Subway's pretty adamant. Says they didn't, they didn't know. Shit. Yeah, so, I mean, I they, they imme- the dude got arrested and they turned, they they fired him immediately. They didn't, they didn't skip a beat. But this came like me and Jeremy were talking about this yesterday, and you were just like, so well, Jared was their meal ticket. But how really important is he to their fucking franchise? Not the franchise. The, You're the, saying they're uh, Subway. They're not Subway. No, I mean, like it's if Jared that's his Fogel, agent. The representative of Subway, like, would well, you? Well, he's a hired. No, he's a, he doesn't work for Subway. He's a hired. 
he's a hired like an outside uh, independent contractor. What I'm getting at is if like if they stopped making Jared Fogel commercials from Subway in 2009, would you have even fucking noticed? No, like, no, I wouldn't have given a shit. No, like Subway he's not that important to the care. Subway brand, is what I'm getting. Subway at. probably did, wouldn't care if Jared went away. No, it's the guy that collects ten percent of his payment that <laughs> cares. Oh well, he's going to lose a lot more weight in prison. That's all I'm saying. So no, he's going to fill it back up. <laughs> um, next one, man. We got and. We talked about this one last night, too. I, I think it's the fraternity of North or South Carolina. It was um, uh, homecoming days. Okay. I, I don't know if it's actually homecoming. It's uh, where you drop off the freshman students. So I can't remember what that's called. Uh, so fraternity row. Oh, I saw see this. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They put up the big fucking signs in front of their building. Freshman daughter drop off here with an yeah. arrow. Leave your mom, too. Yeah, something. yeah. I laughed like a little kid. All right. Oh, it's great! I, it was it's fucking classic. But, I would have been in that in that fraternity house, <laughs> giggling my ass off, watching the people look at it. So many. And here's what I here's what I always go on in this show about like fighting the big fight. I mean, the worst that should have happened to these guys is campus security should have gone up and like guys take come the on, sign take down, take the fucking signs down, get tools. You you already look douchey, enough. and then on the side gone. Nice. It's pretty funny. All right. Yeah. But that didn't happen. No, no it, not in Obama's it, liberal it, America. It didn't. It's not even liberal America. It was like one person that complained. And then, of course, it goes viral. And that's what I'm getting at. There's did they always, get punished? I think they did. They got suspended. Yeah, that's bullshit. For doing it. That's, that's, I, bet, I bet the person that complained wasn't a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But at I'll the same you. time, all I'm thinking is, yeah, they're a bunch of frat douchebags. I get it. But... That's not even douchebaggy. That's hilarious. Because when you somebody pat him on the back, <laughs> nice going. Please take the side down. I found it pants. funny, and I, I know it sounds douchey of me to even find it funny. But let's see. The first thing I thought of was like, "Oh, that Jonah." <laughs> I bet <laughs> he Here's put up those thing. signs. Probably half the parents that saw that got a chuckle, chuckled. Yeah, and about half the parents. Their daughters are going to be legs up in the air in that in that fucking frat house by fucking November. What did somebody say to me? He's like, Nick, if it's your fucking daughter, you're going to be pissed off. And I'm like, yeah, I'll probably be pissed off. But I would I'm not... stop and say, yeah. do not go there. Yeah, just I'm like, you're never going to set foot in that place. You're sent. You know. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell speak to all the parents out there. I think we're when, gonna some, I think I'm going to get some hate notes from this one. Like, your that when your culture. daughter. Don't tap him on the shoulder. Goes to college. (laughs) Okay. Your little angel goes off for that higher education and you you envision her sitting in her dorm room with her friends eating popcorn, studying. Uh, She is going to get drunk and throw up. Yep. In places. Yep. She's going to get dragged home by her friends. Yep. She is going to experiment probably with some sort of drug, probably marijuana. Marijuana. If she doesn't already, she is going to fuck strange men, boys. They're going to have random sex. She's going to do the walk of shame. Ah. Part of life, gang. It happens. Yeah. I went to college. I fucked a lot, and I probably can tell you about a third of their names. 
I I think the the big problem with so many people getting outraged over things, little things like this, it's really small. That should have never gone viral. It should have never been national news because it was national. Like, why is every at news outlet, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, all the stupid blogs. Everyone has a couple minutes on because we're on, ultra sensitive. <laughs> because everything offends me. everyone. It's bullshit. Well, this is what I'm going with. What you're this saying. This is the fucking. I'm sorry. I don't want to make it political, but this is the shit. There are now. I read an article that liberal, uh, liberal professors are complaining because their students get offended too easily. Liberal professors are complaining because they've gone too far. That's like me. You go, okay, treat black people right. Don't make fun of the person dressed as a woman. Okay, but everything is not racist. Everything is not offensive. Lighten the fuck up. My God, people. Lighten up. It's a joke. Your daughter's (laughs) going to get banged in that fucking frat. It's a fact. It doesn't matter. Be mad that the sign was made out of a sheet that she's probably going to be laying on in a month. Manifesto. <laughs> Fuck, dude. You wonder why I don't fucking ever vote fucking Democrat. That's fucking why. I, I try. I, I try, I but it's such crybaby I, fucking bullshit. You should. I don't care. People shouldn't be. You shouldn't be fucking doing things to people that are black just because they're black. That's wrong. Okay. You yeah. don't need to be a dick to people. That's wrong. But lighten up. I think everyone needs a big lighten up. Fuck yeah, they yeah, do. Big lighten up. Fuck these people. Fight, fight the true fight. Don't fight I wanna, the small I fight. I want to punch somebody in the face every day for their ultra sensitivity. Well, I swear to fucking God. You're just going on. You went to college. You had fun. You had sex. Yeah. You had people that, well, I see. I think that's the big issue that people don't understand is that that's 99% of all students. It like everyone's scared of this 1% of awful. And it's there is awful shit. There is terrible shit in the world. There is all kind of degenerates. But majority of the time, this is a fun time for students, and it's giggly and jokey and everything like that. And it should be viewed like that. And tell there, them about the one percent, but don't fucking there was a guy go after bed sheets. There was a guy up. went to us goes to USC, a white guy, what? Jewish, wanted what? to join a minority or not? Yeah, minority group. Like Alpha Phi Alpha. Just like a group to give them a voice, okay? And he said, I am a white Jewish Republican at a a college. And he wanted a A liberal college. He said, I am a minority. He's like, I have been been bashed for my views, and I feel like that's discrimination. And it should go uh, full circle for everyone. No discrimination. You can't discriminate somebody for their views or things like that for what they are. And it was followed up. He wrote an art, a letter to like the school newspaper. It was followed up with an editorial where they ripped him for being a greedy Jew. That they use that exact. Phrase. It was pretty flagrant. Yeah. It wasn't greedy was Jew, but it was like the history of their money hungry stuff like that. Okay, oh, that's always good. Um, okay, wait a it was. So it was like, and he was like, saying, he tried- "You guys are basically confirming." What just happened to me? He tried to join. He wanted to join this group. What they would not let. I don't remember the name of it. All black fraternity. No, no, no. It wasn't a fraternity. It was like an on-campus organization. 
And they um, wouldn't let him. They would not let him, and he responded. I'll find the article after we. Yeah, go it on. was like based on what. It was, That's what I'm I, it, was, it was. It was. And I'll give you. I'll give you what I read. But it's a. It's a. There's a huge double standard. Now, do I think the guys? It's like whatever. You, you don't need to you, stop forming groups about being yeah. criticized. Okay, just fucking do your thing. Not everyone is going to like you. No matter how much we change the world, there's still going to be racism. There's still going to be sexism. People are still going to make fun of Bruce Kardashian. No matter how much you think you change the world. If I don't if if I'm scared to not say something because of how the world is, I'm saying it behind closed doors and you didn't change my mind. It's just the way it is. Quick note, Bruce Kardashian's show is bombing. Yes. Well, I'm shocked. Yes. Um people don't give a fuck. So, but this is I mean it is it's all over the place. It encompass, but but this guy got trashed for being Jewish and nothing happened. Here's here's a thought, and maybe you agree or disagree. I, there's stuff that riles you up about these things. It riles me up too. Yes, you seem riled up. Are we? Oh, I'm trying to keep the cool head and whatnot. But uh, are we just seeing the bullshit rise to the top? Yes. If this is the small portion, is that? It's just a small amount that's making us upset because you'd imagine most people are pretty chill and relaxed and don't give a fuck. Except um, when I went to U of I, and this was. Fuck. 20 years ago, 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty liberal then. And it was still going on. Now, you're telling me that it's the same or less now? Not necessarily the I'd same or less. I'd say it's elevated to the point of it might not be every student, but it is a loud, loud group, large group. And maybe some kind of agree and don't get involved. And then there's some that are like, dude. I just think it's we got so much exposure to everything now with basically a 24-7 news cycle of just social media. Like we could see what our friends are posting about or what they're complaining about. And it just we see everything all the fucking time. Oh, I think that's a factor. Yeah. and that, But I it, don't think it's – I think there's a lot of nonsense out there that, that people complain about and people argue. I mean you mentioned last week that – you know, Al didn't like that. I thought it was ridiculous that they yeah, took the, the target thing. thing. Yeah, You know, and I'm like, I, I wanted to go, why the fuck am I arguing about this? <laughs> I think maybe some people feel that they can convince. And I think social media, I don't think, I, and we talked about this about 25, 30 episodes ago. I think that you can't convince somebody on social media for a viewpoint. I here case in point, um, a friend of a friend of mine is posting stuff about the killer who just basically assassinated a television reporter yeah, yeah. and her cameraman. The guy was mentally... I did see a funny meme about this. A, a guy was completely mentally unstable, uh, fucked up. Yeah. Like, it, I couldn't bring myself to watch the actual video of it because that story actually made me sad. I was like, these two people, she's doing a news broadcast, just Young, talking to someone... Engaged. And, and, and gone, and gone and just so quickly because of some disgruntled employee. Ex-employee. And, he, like... Yeah, I read the stuff that that dude wrote. Did you read the background and stuff too? Yeah, I read a, I read a quite a few different things. But did you read the part about when someone said uh, the reporters are out in the field and he took it as racist? Yes, yes. Yeah, what like do you he, mean, cotton field? It, but this guy, this guy had a lot more issues than racism. Like I thought he, that was funny. He wrote uh, to use the word again, manifesto to a restaurant that was like eight pages long. I saw that, and I was like, there is something wrong with this sure. dude. There is something like absolutely fucking wrong. But Needless to say, a friend of a friend 
put up a picture of the rainbow flag. Mm. I don't know if you saw this because this meme was going around. I saw three other people post this, but this is the one that was my direct person that I've talked to before. He goes, I want this flag banned because this flag should be banned because this homosexual killed these reporters. And I find this flag offensive. And then, of course, he posts listings of people texting about it. And it's like, this flag doesn't have any correlation with what happened. And he goes, ah, the shoe's on the other foot now. And I wanted to go, no, no, not one point has a rainbow flag ever been used to fucking enslave a population and rally behind. It's more for just their self-identification thing. But as I started to put fucking fingers to keys, I'm like, why am I getting mad about this? I'm not going to change his opinion. Right. There's not one point. Of, like, I'm yeah, never no going to convince him. So fuck him. So, it's almost just like you do it to purge yourself and move on. And I, I, I've actually written notes that I've I, completely deleted just because. Oh, I have too. Yeah. I have just to. like when I'm like, do I want to get involved in this? <laughs> How many have you written to me? <laughs> I don't, you don't post anything that I, that, yeah, I I'm I, pretty great. I, I, I it's the, so idi- it's so idiotic to say the shoes on the other foot now, you know, ban this flag because the guy didn't kill someone because he was gay. <laughs> Okay. I find this offensive. He did find he did, there was one point where he said that the guy was the guy didn't like him because he was gay. And yeah, the guy's yeah, response yeah. was you're gay. Yeah, he didn't like he didn't know. <laughs> um but it's 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 so idiotic. I did see two funny memes about it. One was um this gay this gay black Obama supporter shot somebody. So as everyone's quiet, which made me laugh. But the thing that bothered, and this is... I didn't see a lot this of quiet. Is, this is what that guy is doing. And here's why I think he's an idiot and why I think... Well, this is not the only reason why, but the shooting in... Um, Charleston, South Carolina, South Carolina one. Mr. Obama called it an act of terrorism. Yeah, I believe so. This shooting... He called it a problem with gun control. Here's my issue with that is he is using tragedies to push his own agenda. Well, you can, he is OK. Using, OK, but then this guy, the same ahead. rainbow flag guy is using this to push his agenda. And I think that's if you're going to call one shooting terrorism, then well, why isn't this other shooting terrorism? You, you could try and find a, a fine line of what to call things because people get so pissed off if you don't call something terrorism or if you don't call something. I don't yeah. care what he calls yeah. it. Just be consistent and don't don't sink so low that you take someone's oh, death dude. to oh, go. Oh, Obama does is- that. Uh, basically, the House of Representatives led by the Republicans do that. Everyone has an agenda. And obviously, there's no way you could waste a great tragedy. Oh, there's no like way that. you're going to waste a great don't tragedy. Don't waste a great tragedy. Dude. And. If you think Obama's the only one guilty, I don't of think us, Obama's the only is, one guilty. Of. I just said the other party, guy did yeah, it too. That is a two-party thing. So. No, I didn't say that. I just said Obama did he, it. He did it recently. I think the meme it was a Vern that put up. He's like, I don't trust Republicans because they lie to me, and I don't trust Democrats because they lie to me. And it was just yeah. like the same person with a different tie. I'm not discussing politics with Vern anymore. He freaked out. <laughs> I saw that one. I did see. I didn't see your one about the theft, but I saw you and Vern going back and forth. He but, wouldn't. He wouldn't. He made he he what he posted <laughs> didn't make sense and I called him on it. And I said and I said what is 
what is the because he was saying talking about socialism how wonderful it is and i said oh well what's your definition of socialism he said for the common good and on his thing it said these are all examples of socialism and one of them said the white house yeah that's a terrible example of socialism but like prison i'm like the white house was built by slaves i mean that's not a (laughs) that's not a good example and i go okay so explain to me i said can you have can you offer a better definition of socialism so that i understand you and we can discuss this then. And he like lost his mind I about saw, it. I saw it. And then his dumbass uncle who comes in, who I've still held that freaking question I asked him that he couldn't answer and he just stopped <laughs> responding to things I was on. Well Jeremy so, took me to task about me calling Bernie Sanders out last week. And he goes, Oh, you know, you can't call Bernie Sanders out. I'm like, Bernie Sanders and to Barback Bill and Jeremy, if you call yourself a socialist, even though I like Bernie Sanders programs. I think he's a, he's a good guy. <laughs> if you call yourself a socialist, that stigma, regardless of what you believe socialism is or isn't, you're not going to win the presidency because that's all they have to do. He says he's a socialist. That's it. Well, here's, here's all, he's not going to win. What's, what's bothering me about this whole socialist thing yeah. is they're just deciding that. Well, that's not socialism because I think socialism is – no, socialism has a definition. Well, yeah. But it has a – it is defined. There's like four definitions for socialism, socialist, and all this But they all shit. basically yeah. say the same thing. Of course, the wording is going to be different. Yeah. But you can't just go, well, my definition of socialism. I'm like, well, my definition of a moron is you. Because you know my philosophy, I believe we should have a, a very capitalist slash socialist society. There's certain things, things that, that I run think exactly the opposite of each other. Cer- there's certain things that I think the government should be in charge of, and there's certain things I think the government should keep their nose out. But I think that's I think I'm in the majority. I think there's a lot of things out there that most people would be like, you know what? I think the the federal government should be in charge of this, and there's a lot of things that we really like. Keep your fucking nose out of it. Yeah. It's my business. The government – but people – You have say, to have that fine like, balance. Do you like roads? No, well, that's me. That's, that's, that's socialism. Well, yeah, it kind of is. I mean we've talked about this before. It, the government is – every government, no matter yeah. where, is in charge of certain things. The hardest every thing is finding that good line. Every government yeah. is – you can't just say, well, they're in charge of something, so they're social. No, then why have a government? I'm for a single-payer health system. I mean that's about as socialism as it gets. You know, I mean, Again, I'm not going to convince somebody – that my way is right, you can only state people that have done it or countries that have done it and say, okay, this has worked for them. Can it work for the United States? I don't fucking know that. That's why I'm never going to run for government because I'm more of the, <laughs> let's sit in the back and let shit happen. I don't know if I'm going to vote again. I might stop voting. I think I've become so disgruntled would, with every I... politician that it's it's actually sickening to me to like even think about punching if the vote. It came down to Hillary died against for that Trump. Vote. Oh God. Okay. Hillary against Trump. Now you think about this. I might write myself in. I and I encourage know. people out there, if it comes to Hillary and Trump people have two votes me and you. If it if it comes <laughs> vote for Luke. Because I don't like Luke's government policies, but you know he's not Hillary or Trump. He's not Hillary or Trump because I could not, I I could never vote for Hillary. <laughs> and Trump is a fucking sideshow, dude. Sorry. If Trump yeah. settled, the, here's the thing: if Trump settled the fuck down and didn't go for the laughs, now he's entertaining and he's refreshing because he says what's on his mind, which is completely different than any other politician. But how's he going to be once he meets some head of state? 
Well, yeah, he's an immature fucking man child. That's exactly yeah. right. So you got to find a balance. Yeah. So if Trump settled the fuck down, Luke even Pascal's though I don't a agree, loser. Even though I don't agree with all of his stuff, I would like him better than Hillary, but he would fucking, you know, he's an idiot. He'd get us fucking at war for somebody. Yeah. Uh, Luke Pascal doesn't know what he's talking about. He'd bring his A game for the show. Sorry, couldn't help my uh, Trump impersonation. Hey, let's talk about something else. Hey. We're kind of deep in, so we we'll save some of these shit for next week. But let's do attorney, Luke. Okay. Talk, talk. Let me get my <laughs> diploma. <laughs> attorney Luke, there's a big old thing that's going to probably get all the way to the Supreme Court if this person has their way. Let me click on the uh, link here. Comes out of Kentucky. And everyone knows what an upstanding state Kentucky is. Uh, there is a Kentucky clerk. Uh, who is refusing to issue gay marriage licenses. She would like to take her case to the Supreme Court, Miss Kim Davis. Okay. Yes. Uh, she has an elected official, so she cannot be fired from her job. So people were wondering, why can't she just be removed for and have somebody else do it? Uh, she has refused to issue gay marriage licenses and has asked the Supreme Court to hear her case. She's an apostolic Christian okay, and has refused to issue uh, licenses for religious reasons, claiming that to do so would undermine her First Amendment rights. Uh, she filed First Amendment right. rights isn't freedom of speech. I, I, a right to religion, I think, too, is in there. I don't remember my First okay. Amendment constitution yeah. okay. classes. So, okay. um, According to the comments that are in there, and I don't know how true this is, apparently this person's been married four times and divorced four times, too. So they're like, so the sanctity of marriage is... You know, cool to get divorced, but obviously the homosexuals can't get married. You can, so, you heard her beliefs. Yeah, Attorney Luke, she is an elected official, mm. paid to do a job mm. which should be completely separate from her beliefs. Do you take her up on her case to the Supreme Court, or do you say, yes. "Hey, listen, you yes. know this is no, a private sector figure"? Hey, listen, huh? Yeah, yeah. You take her, sure. You're gonna you're gonna uh, go all the way to the Supreme Court. Sure. What would be your foundation for your case, sir? Well, it would last a long time, so I'd get paid a lot. <laughs> um, here's she has a right to her to her belief system. Obviously. I don't think that anyone should be forced to do something that uh, violates their belief system. I believe that they should find someone else to issue the marriage license if she won't. I, I well. Like, they should be like, all right, this now is the job of this person, the assistant clerk. I, I agree with they um, should have somebody do and it. And she should not she, – she, in turn, should not run for election again if the law is against her beliefs. It's in Kentucky, so she's obviously got support. So there's no way she would get impeached because apparently a lot of people on the uh, – the uh, whatchamacallit, their local okay. government. So there, share are, her there are people in our country that, that don't agree with this. There are. There's a, a oh, lot yeah. of people. It's not like there's like, you know, no, 60 no, there's, people in Kentucky. There's, there's there are obviously every plenty state, of people. There are people that. Look, whether you like what she believes or doesn't believe, whether you think you're you're witty because you point out if she how many times she's been married. Four times. It's not. There, you don't make the rules. And I'm talking to the people that are that are commenting. You don't. You don't make the rules for her life, just like she's not allowed to make the rules for your life. Okay, but when does her beliefs interfere with my beliefs? Where is the clash there? Because they're always going to interfere. Yeah. 
But that that's that. There's uh, no you justice on that side there, either. You can't force someone to do something that violates their religious beliefs. Okay, what religious belief is being violated of hers? She doesn't believe that that she Issuing should be piece... forced to 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 uh, become a proponent, a active figure in a gay marriage. I don't know. She's how not that's going even trying to remotely a proponent not, for a gay marriage. She's not going trying to stop them. She's not going. Trying to it's not like they're going get to the, the church. law changed. That's my point. Like this is a government if, if thing. Your your fundamental beliefs. If you have a fundamental belief, I doubt you would want someone forcing you to go against your fundamental beliefs. All right. If you take a public official job like that, and you cite religious beliefs for not wanting to act on one of the duties for your public if official they can't jobs, fire you, her. You should not be able to hold that okay, fucking job. You, I'm sorry. Okay, well, what about every member of Congress that's ever disagreed with a sitting president and they've openly fought against something that has happened, become a law, been an executive order? You accept the law when it's done and you get it. uh, They're still trying to, you know, change laws that the Supreme Court decided. So she doesn't want to she doesn't want to participate in the law. But they still do their job. The House of Representatives will still uphold. Yes. How many how many uh, how many times has it been shut down because they won't do a budget or how many times has someone done a, a. in my, I keep popping in my lifetime, head like a, I think twice. Yeah. There's the Newt Gingrich one, and then there was the I one get that the, happened a I keep wanting to say doppelganger, but it's not. It's a, a filibuster. <laughs> How many filibusters oh, so have happened where they go up and is, I'm, not gonna get, I'm not getting my way, so I'm going to stand up here and I'm going to keep talking to ruin your way? I am not saying that our system isn't fucked up in certain respects, but at the end of the day, all members of Congress, regardless if they hate Obamacare or not, uphold the law because it's there they'll try to repeal the fuck out of it they'll try to get rid of it but if it's the law of the land and i've i've heard boehner even say this it's the law right now we're gonna try and get it changed. if she so. is truly if she is truly if she's not trying to get the law to change and just doesn't want to be forced to do this while she's in office they should find someone else to do it while she's there and she should truly say i cannot run for office anymore because this office requires me to do something that is against my now All right. if she then runs again she's a hypocrite <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's my point because the office requires this. Okay. If I, if I, am against, I don't know, executing somebody. Okay. And I have a job at a prison. They make me the executioner, That's a good and I example. say, and I say, and I say, wait a minute, I am against this because it's Can you find someone else to do it and yeah. say it's I. Am on a contract or something. My contract's up, and I say, oh, I want my contract. I want to renew my contract with the prison. Okay. Then I'm a hypocrite. Okay. I should say I want to work out my con- work through my contract, and then I'd like to move on to something else because this job now requires me to do something I'm fundamentally against, and no one should be required to do anything they're fundamentally against. But you're still going to get paid, and that's what really matters in the Attorney Luke segment. Capitalism, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about a little Dr. Luke, sir? All right. Let me switch diplomas. I know, man. I'm scratching up my fucking wall with these things. <laughs> All right, Dr. Luke, this kind of segues right from what we were talking about um, earlier. And it's not a segue because we talked about other things in between. Shut up. Dr. Luke is a segment where I ask Dr. Luke fun and interesting relationship and social questions that I find on the Internet, and then he answers them. Um, Dr. Luke, when do you intervene with a friend who you may assume has a drug or alcohol problem? And that's why I kind of. Well, That's what you were talking about. There is no when. I'd like to help answer, too. It's when you find an opportunity. Wet nurse, Nick. 
but it depends on what your relationship is. Yeah. Um, I have on several occasions intervened, not just drugs, alcohol, someone with a weight problem, someone with drugs, someone with alcohol, and I have, you know, employees where I've sat down mm-hmm. and um, it's when you feel like you can make the, make an impact. Or you feel that they're at a moment where they're able to listen to you, probably right? Where well, yeah, where you yeah. might find a you, you might find a a an ear that would be more open to change, more open to receiving help, and it depends on what you're willing to do for them too. And how do you see the the warning signs to begin with? Because when I take a look at um, myself, a tremendously big drinker, I love me some alcohol. I really does, do. So, does are you does your body change the way it functions without alcohol in the system? And you like are you saying uh, do I function awful without alcohol? No, no. Your, does your body change? Do you have sweats when you don't drink? Do you no, shake? No, 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 okay. I don't. Yeah. Does alco- does your consumption of alcohol affect your relationship with your wife or child? It does not. Does your f- consumption of alcohol affect your relation your your work relationship? It does not. Does it affect the way you do your job? It does not. Do you ever do skip something very important because you're drinking? Nope. You're not an alcoholic. All right. I, I can legitimately answer those questions with a straight face. But that whole do you ever yeah. drink alone bullshit? Give me a fucking break. Everyone I've sat down beer, and had a beer a and watched yeah, a fucking yeah. beer or watched a, a movie or a game. That's just stupid. I can't remember where I heard it, but it's like once. Alcoholics Anonymous might, well, might just have one question. Do you drink? You're an alcoholic. (laughs) Join our meeting. I heard somebody say, like, the second you're making somebody else's life awful in a certain way. I make people's lives awful. So based on based on your, you know, your drinking or abuse of of a substance, then that's that's the warning. Everybody's had a bad night. Bad night. Bad nights is where, you know, I've had bad nights, too, but I rarely drink my my. My jabs, my my special ability to rip people gets a little bit harsher when I drink. Uh, I've seen that live. Um, my ears hone in. I wait for moments to no, twist the knife. I think, you, yeah, rewind this segment. Go through those questions in your brain because uh, if your buddy is doing that shit, you know, time to tap him on the shoulder or her. Yeah. Yeah. Look out for people. I mean, it's 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 a, especially with alcohol, it's a very, it's a, it's an accepted drug. Oh yeah, and it oh, can yeah. ruin your life. And I'm thankful it never got to the point where like I need to drink all the time. I yeah. I'm a I know. lived with I lived with an alcoholic in California, Ugh. and the guy was a smart I lived with guy, an alcoholic, talented guy. He writes notes about me on uh, Facebook every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> he was a smart, talented guy, and he does nothing. Sad. He's around my age, and he does. He works at some garbage job and does nothing. Let's lighten the mood. <laughs> and it's sad because he he was he's a very good guy and he's very talented and could have if he had chosen a different path he could have he could have done a lot. Doctor Luke, yes? are you familiar with the phrase uh, "slut shaming"? I am. Uh, what are your thoughts on slut shaming? Should people actively do this, or is there such a thing as even as a slut to begin with? So. There are sluts. That's why guys go to bars. <laughs> um, slut shaming? I don't like it so much. 
Yeah, just calling girls whores and whatnot. Well, if, if, yeah. calling girls whores just to be Puss. a dick is one thing. Yeah. Um, calling go- girls a hoot is hilarious. <laughs> um, are there whores? There sure are. Are there sluts? There sure are. Do we have a right to make fun of them? Yes, we do. Obviously. But at the same time, if it's just somebody going out and having fun, like, say, a guy. You said it yourself in college. You had a good time. Mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself a slut? You nope. know, a whore? Nope. Nope. Just based on man versus woman? Yep. Or, okay, that's it. <laughs> the gender. <laughs> but if you're Caitlyn Jenner, what are you? <laughs> Half a slut. <laughs> That was worth it for that joke. All right. Um, <laughs> sorry, there's a double standard deal with it. Yeah, it's a pretty big one. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I kind of don't like that double standard. I really don't. I don't like when guys call girls like big fucking whores. And <laughs> I, I don't. Know. I don't do it. But whatever. I. I. You know. I have. I have people I would call a friend or acquaintance mm-hmm. that have slept around a lot. Oh, of course, girls. I, and I don't. I'm probably acquaintances with some of those. <laughs> I don't. I don't say anything to them about it i don't think differently of them but if someone calls them out and it's facts a fact and they like you slept with nine guys and two of them were married and this was this week <laughs> you know i'm not saying you're dirty but you're gonna get to leave um but hey sorry that's the way of the world double standard slut shaming do it um Give me a fist bump for being a guy hey giggity Dr. Luke, uh, do you believe in the theory that every group of women has a duff in their group? Have you heard this phrase before? Not duff beer. No, I don't know what it is. Dumb, dumb, ugly, fat friend. That all groups of women keep a certain girl in their group. Let's call her Karen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. They keep in this and... Growing up, I'm starting to, like, recollect, like, the groups of girls that I knew, there was always one that seemed to be heavier set, a little bit uglier than the rest of them, that they just kept around to make themselves look better. Do you think this is a legitimate thing? Based on the people that you know and you've met over time. Um, Do I think that this – I don't think it every girl. I don't think every group. Okay. Could you you throw blankets out there? It's got to be. They made a movie about this. Some people, some people do that. All right. I suppose. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm going to begin to understand what women's motivations are because it baffles me. Even with my higher degrees, they baffle me. (laughs) But. He can't unlock all the secrets uh, in one segment, ladies. Here's. Do I think that it, it happens? Sure. Do I know why it happens? No. You know, maybe she her parents got a nice house and they can party there. Maybe she stays sober and drives them home. Right. Maybe they genuinely like her. I don't know. I don't know. But it does happen. I see it. I remember I remember uh Ken and I in high school, um, the one girl had a picture up on her locker and it was like four hot chicks and then like their friend and I don't remember and she wasn't like overweight or anything, but she just wasn't like she was kind of annoying mm-hmm. and she wasn't as pretty as the others. And we're like, ah, oh, we can just cut her out of there, you know, because we looked at the picture like, chop, yes, chop, chop, nice, chop, chop, chop. you know, and back when, you know, people used to put pictures on their locker before <laughs> social. Um, that's that's uh, medieval show, Photoshop. right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, that happens. We, we, you know, we looked at it and went, oh, get her out of there. She's annoying. Or follow up question, Dr. Okay. Luke. Amongst your group of guy friends, 
did you guys have a buddy that you kept around that was fucking annoying, but you kept him around for purely selfish reasons, such as, oh, he's got a house we could party at, or he's got a pool. <laughs> um, there was one, and he was a friend, but I don't know if, because we don't talk anymore, mm-hmm. mostly because this is the guy I told you about that had the $5,000 two-month phone bill for calling phone sex and had a blow-up doll and had a foot fetish. Ah. And we had found this all out within like a week. I'm slut-shaming him. Yeah. Um, so he stopped talking to us. <laughs> but he was he was kind of a... You know, he had, he had some little odd nuances before that, like just social stuff. All right. He was never that funny. He was never that cool. He was never that interesting. He was just kind of like... A very background character. He was very vanilla. All right. Okay, so I doubt we would have hung out with him if we couldn't... Uh, drink at his house as long as we slept over. All right, fair enough. See, so yeah, you guys got to start questioning your relationships with your friends right now. Like, do I do that? You probably, I mean, you're probably saying, all I'm done saying, it. I'm not yeah. saying he, you know he was a bad. He was a good guy. He was a he was a friendly guy. I enjoyed hanging out with him, but he just didn't quite fit. And this is you, you can call me shallow, but this was a high school thing. Oh yeah, our little group. We were good at athletes. We we all kind of like excelled a little bit at something and mm-hmm. he was just sort of like dun, 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 you know <laughs> tagging along i actually thought about this the other day uh ken was a giants fan and me being a cubs fan and this dude this dude thought ken was the greatest thing ever and right. basically anything ken said he would do and when they played the giants in the playoffs in 1989 mm-hmm. me and my buddy jay were cubs fan ken's a giants fan the C- giants won the first game ken called the taunt okay this guy was on back when they had the call. Uh, you get three-way calling and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was on, too. He claimed to be a Red Sox fan. Okay. Because he liked the hat, yeah, He liked basically. ESPN, maybe? Or... This was pre-ESPN. Oh, okay. Um, he claimed to be a Red Sox fan because he liked the hat, essentially. Um, he starts trying to taunt me. Ooh. And I go, what the fuck? Your team's not in the fucking playoffs. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I go, what are you taunting me for? I go, you're a Giants fan now because Ken's a Giants fan? And he got all pissed off. <laughs> and that's why you're not friends anymore. That's right. I think I've been that. Friend. You have the, I, I, I've, been, the I've been the duff because I, I had a hot tub. <laughs> so I started liking it. Yeah, that's pretty much why everyone And you used liking. to be fat. I was a little fatter. I don't think I was like exceptionally large. No, but you were a little bit rotund. I was rotund in 2004. That was the heaviest I got. I was at 240. Wow. And uh, I'm constantly around 190. Back when you used to try to comb your hair like Joey on Friends and then claim you didn't see the show? I never saw the show. Lies. (laughs) We're going to reboot a movie, Luke. We're going to reboot a movie. We didn't do it last week. Uh, We're going to reboot Jaws. All right. Three main actors. That's all we have to do. Pretty easy. Play the other one three straight. We have... uh, the first actor, Roy Schneider, who was police chief. Roy Schneider. Schneider? Schneider? A Schneider. I always think of Jonah for some reason. Police chief Martin Brody. Yep. Great actor. I picked Bradley Cooper to take his role. Okay. I could see him playing a reasonably concerned police officer. I have a twist on that, but go ahead. All right. Uh, Robert Shaw played Quint. Of course, he's the uh, the fisherman, gets eaten by the shark. Uh Liam Neeson, I have okay. for Quint. I thought that would be a good pull on him. And Richard Dreyfus uh, uh, played Matt Hooper. And a lot of people 
that I saw want to reboot Jaws, they picked Paul Giamatti. But I think that was a little too easy because they got the same mannerisms, it seems. Yeah. I picked Louis C.K. to play a Hooper. Because okay. I saw him in so essentially the same movie with Bradley Cooper, that uh, American Hustle. Yeah. And I saw him in that, and I was like, Louis C.K. is a good actor. He was funny. He was good in that. So I figured that those would be my three to reboot Louis Jaws. Louis C.K. is a good one for, for Hooper, but I would actually put Bradley Cooper as Hooper. Really? Yeah. All right, good twist. Because um, he could be neurotic, too. Shaw is... Uh, Quint. the Quint. Fisherman, yeah. Is... Uh, uh, What's his name? He's an Irish actor. Um, Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell. All right. I can see that. Um, he's old enough, too, now. He's kind of got the lines in his face and looks yeah, a little, yeah, like, a little, bit, little yeah. bit ragged. Um, the cop. Roy, Sh- Roy Scheider. Scheider. Um, that was a great casting. Spielberg knew what he was doing. I'm going to... DJ Qualt. <laughs> <laughs> He's in three movies that Luke. No, who um, there's a, there's a couple legitimate actors. No, out DJ there. Qualls is the shark. <laughs> He's in everything. I'll go with uh, who's uh, Harry Potter. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I could see that. Hey, if he could ditch the British accent for a little while, think yeah. he could pull it off. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm, I'll accepting because he's gay. It'll make Jonah happy too. Is he gay? I I don't think he's gay. Uh, no, he, oh, he's an atheist. That's right. I knew there was something <laughs> unique about him. Gay equals atheist. No, no. I I just I uh, right into your. I remember reading an article about it that that something about it, and I I think he did like a, a Broadway show where he played gay or something. Like Maybe that. that's what stuck yeah. in my head. I got no Jonah stories this week, with the exception of uh, Jonah tried to friend my wife today on Fitbit. So Jonah got a Fitbit. What's Fitbit? Fitbit is a bracelet that you wear that basically counts your steps, calories, runs, all this other shit. And it tracks it to your cell phone and lets you know to get your ass up and move. Basically like one of those Nike fuel bands or anything. But this is like the most popular one. Okay. Uh, so Apple's doing the same thing with their smartwatches, basically. So they're in competition with Those them. things look so stupid. So Jonah got a Fitbit. So what do you think? What's the over-under... <laughs> And Jonah using <laughs> actually, his Fitbit because if he becomes friends with Allison, she I think gets to see what he does every day. I'm going to give him the two and a half weeks he did with We Fit because <laughs> the video game bathroom scale is really going to get you in shape. I mean, I got one. I like the We Fit. I mean, like man, it's it's a. I'm sure game. if you yeah. stick with it, it's probably an okay program. Nothing. It's not going to make you ripped, but it's not going to make you lose weight. It's going to make you probably stay where you're at. You know, like you won't lose considerable amounts of weight if you do the Mario game you lose on weight, Wii Fit. So. Not eating <laughs> and actual exercise. Well, Jonah, good luck, ah, ah, good luck with your good, good your, luck with Fitbit, man. Your wee thing. I hate you guys. <laughs> um. We got a special episode popping up very soon, special episode number 11, where uh, I am not with Luke and Rodney is not with Adam, and we recorded at the uh, the TCA tournament. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, I apologize. Is Rodney going to TCA? No, he he came to it, and he uh, we... Oh, it happened yesterday. It, it was like uh, last week or something like that, last oh, okay. week Sunday, and we... 
we did the <laughs> we did the broadcast and we originally were intending on doing like the play by play for the tournament that dissolved very quickly into us just basically telling old stories about high school which is always funny so um be on the lookout for that there's quite a few guest stars and it was cool because we actually had an audience watching us do a podcast which is always fun so i really want to do that with you we need an audience like a sit down with a bunch of people just because it's easier to uh, come up with other things, especially when you can rip on people. That well, that's right there. Why, why don't we set it up and call it a party? I think you don't need a, a theater. I think just, that is a we can put an invitation. Out. One of us can host it. We'll sit. We'll do the podcast <sighs> if people want to listen and then we tear it up after. I think that's a fucking great idea. We're going to we'll figure out a date. We will schedule that and we will post it on the Facebook board. I think that's uh, we'll do it after of Mice and Men. How about that? When that's out of your uh, that's house. probably so, a good idea. Um, no, uh, why don't you tell people when that uh, opens up? Opens up September 25th. That's coming down. Um, right. It's a tight, tight rehearsal schedule. Okay. Um, it's coming along fine. It's, uh, you know, there's some good things. I mean, I'm actually building a stream for it. Really? Yeah. And what's your uh, your position in the in the show? Director. You're the director. So this is all you right now. Yeah. Um, and Otis is in it. No way. Yeah. You didn't know Otis. that? Otis. Wait till Otis sees us. He loved us. I can't wait to write his bio, but he's a good boy. Uh, a big shout out to your lovely wife, Amy, who's probably kicking bitches asses. In, They're uh, playing for third place. In Philadelphia right now? or um, Yeah, Philly. Philly? Nice. Yeah. I saw the pictures she put up. So she looks so fucking happy. She loves it. All the time. She loves it, and she loves taking pictures. She's in hog heaven out there. They're all taking pictures. Selfie. I fucking hate pictures. I know you do, sir. Um, hey, I've been on. I'm like, I wanna, I wanna plug myself. Can I do that? Can I do that? I, it's called masturbation. Awesome, man. Yeah, I've been on a creative kick lately, so I've been starting to draw again. Right, I've seen that. And I'm, I'm, I don't know why, because I'm more tired than ever, and I've been working more than ever. But for some reason, uh, I got a spark not not too long ago, and I started drawing again. So um, if you guys like comic strips. Go to uh, the Facebook and type in the name Nick Prohl, N-I-C-K-P-R-O-H-L, and you'll see a, a page come up uh, that features my comic strip that I've been making for over two, 20 years. My God. So, <coughs> yeah. uh, so a few people have asked me, like, you know, um, where's your old comic strips? Because I've literally made the comic strip for over 20 years. And uh, I've made probably over 1,000 to 1,500 comic strips. And... I would say about 95% of them are all destroyed. I had a flood in Bellwood, and then I had a flood back when Jonah lived at my house in uh, Joliet. Mm. And they were basically unsalvageable because they're all with ink and it's smeared and everything like that. So I just got to make a bunch of new ones. And so I'll keep posting what I can find. But, uh, yeah, if you like books and bullshit, come, come uh, like my page. Yeah. That's it. That's all I want to do. Huh? If you like books and bullshit. You like books and bullshit, man. I sure do. <laughs> Where can I get me some bullshit? Luke has been a character in the comic strip a couple times. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to eventually draw the world and make maybe make it a better place. Hundreds for of you dollars. You and me and the entire human race. <laughs> so go like my shit. Draw um, the world. <laughs> Listen to all the shows of the Disease Network. Um, that just happened. Something Gate, The Vag Dialogues, Das Drunks. And you're going to get a disease. Um, the, the mothership. The mothership. We actually uh, hopefully be getting a new show um, next week with Ryan Madigan and uh, 
Caesar. I don't know Caesar's last name. These are two guys that are off shooting from the Um That Just Happened podcast. They've been guests on their show several times, and they're fucking funny as shit. I've heard their shows, and uh, you ever like listen to people and they have infectious laughs? Like, My brother-in-law. He's like one of those people that laugh. I try to make him but... laugh so much because when he laughs, I laugh. Yeah, that, that, that's these guys are on. Uh, you just can't help but fucking giggle. So, um, and they're perverts, which always helps. All right. Have a nice day and go get a disease, everybody. For the shark, I think there's only one person we could get to play the shark, and that's Martin Lawrence should be the shark because he does witty uh, things in costume.